Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning and welcome. It is the Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, your host, Marie McFarland and Jeff Kowal. Marie, good morning. Good morning. Marie, live in studio, I might add. I am live in studio. We have Jeff on the phone calling in. Jeff Kowal, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, Paul? Doing good. Thank you. Uh, you know, I'm when good. I, when I <laughs> say hi. hi. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> when I said we're live, that's hint to the listeners. Any retirement question, as we get into the show, we get into the sexy segment about wealth management and preservation. And Jeff's going to, uh, I think he's got the second topic, Marie. You've got something to start the show. We always get reaction, right? That being said, you can pipe in, react to stuff, but any retirement question that you have, that's what we do. We talk about retirement on the Retirement Clinic. Here's the phone number, 414-799-1130. It's the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You are welcome to text us questions, and we can answer that way as well. 414-799-1130. Jeff, do you want to start us out with any words of wisdom before we uh, turn it over to Marie? <laughs> well, I have some, I think. And the wisest thing is that we do business reports Monday through Friday, 3.05 and 5 o'clock. Three, uh, 3 o'clock news block and 5 o'clock news blocks, uh, WISN uh, in Milwaukee in the middle of the Mark Belling late afternoon show. Try to give you a minute of what's going on in the market that particular day. Uh, and this last couple of weeks have been pretty uh, hectic, a lot of fun, uh, although not fun for a lot of people with the dropping in the markets. But uh, it, we look long-term horizon. A lot of our retirees have been with us for a long time, and they've been through the ups and downs of the markets before. So listen to our business report, 305, uh, 3 o'clock news block, 5 o'clock news block on WISN, the Bark Belly Show. Yep. You guys recap the market. And Marie, Jeff is right. I mean, let's not mince any words. It's been a little bit of a rough week, right? Yeah, it has been a crazy week. I will attest to that. But it'll be okay. It, it will be. Okay. Uh, uh, Jeff's the guy that talked me off the ledge back when COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> I remember panicking. Jeff, you're like, relax. It bounces back. Historically, the markets always do. Back, yeah. uh, but, you know, they and the markets react to what's going on generally around us, right? Yeah. Yep. And like you said, they always come back. Um, it's a little pain, but it, we will be okay. If you got questions about that 401k plan of yours in the hallways, Jeff, that's the discussion this week. Everybody's looking, especially if they're around retirement age. Yeah, that's a great segue to the topic I have today. So this um, today I wanted to go through your 2022 financial to-do list. Um, I found a great article by Christine Benz in Morningstar, and it ties in to a, a little bit about what, kind of what's going on, the volatility, and just making sure you have your financial planning um, checklist ready to go for the year. And I, I kind of wanted to call it a reset for 2022. I felt like we were due a final reset, finally. Not, this is not the great reset. <laughs> yeah, no, not the great this reset. This is something else. But remember after 2020, it was like, okay, 2021, we got this. And then 2021, okay, 2022, here we go. Here um, we, we got this. So just a reminder, if you have 750000 in assets 
or more and are considering retirement in 2022 or are wanting to find out if you're ready for retirement, now's a great time to take advantage of our complimentary retirement review. One of our fiduciary advisors will walk you through our streamlined retirement process, answer your questions, discuss your goals and vision for retirement, which again, I'm going to kind of go through um, the topics that we tackle and then help you determine if you're on the right track. So make sure to give our office a call to set up your complimentary retirement for you at 262-522-4040. And then check us out at thekowalway.com too. Uh, Going to mention your website? You beat me to it. Yes. The Kowal, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. And on that are links to all the other social media sites. Yes. Like we have Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, so you can check us all on the social media sites. Now, your locations, Marie, that you meet your clients with, which could be virtually, if that's the way you so choose, but in person, Waukesha, the world headquarters for the Kowal Investment Group in Port Washington, up in Ozaukee County. I love that location. It's a beautiful location. Mm-hmm. The rivers, or not the river, the lake's pretty chilly right now, but it is a great location. The lighthouse out there when the yeah, waves go over it's it, it's gorgeous, but it looks really cold. <laughs> uh, Phoenix, Arizona, where it's not cold, and in Racine, the newest address uh, right off the freeway at Highway 20. So those are locations for the Kowal Investment Group. Okay, Marie, now back to the reset. Yes. So our 2022 reset. Now, um, there's about 12 planning items um, and they kind of align with tackling something each month. But I will share that this is something we help our clients go through. Um, it can be pretty daunting to take on all of the financial planning aspects on your own. So being able, being able to come to us and say, or I should say come to you and say, okay, this is what we're tackling now, and then work through it as we go. I myself say I'm pleasantly persistent because some things I can't do for you, like estate planning, which we'll talk about soon. Um, but I am pleasantly persistent to make sure, hey, it's but something you, ha- you got to you do. have people for that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll help you make sure that you're eventually tackling your estate planning. So, future topic to come. Um, but to start, I would say the first thing to do is making sure you're um, on track to hit your financial goals. And I thought about this in two ways. Um, so we have clients who are in accumulation mode, right? So those clients who are still accumulating and saving for their retirement, and then those that are, are in retirement already. And both people will have different ways of reviewing, am I on track for my retirement goal? Now, if you're in accumulation mode, meaning you're starting to save and work towards your retirement, you need to look back and say, hey, am I saving enough to hit the goal I have? Does accumulation mode necessarily mean you're younger? No. I mean, you could be in your 60s, late 60s, and still be accumulating for retirement, right? And it's, it just... can always, it's never too late, Marie. I know some people get frustrated and say it's, you know, life happens. You've been through some job changes or maybe a divorce or whatever, financial hardships. It's never too late to never start your late. retirement plan. Agreed. Never too late. Um, and sometimes that's the hardest step, right? Just starting to actually sit down and have those conversations. Um, but I would say making sure you're on track. So what does this mean when you're in accumulation mode? It just means are you saving enough for the retirement of your dreams? So not only are you saving enough for your expenses, so to meet your expenses in retirement, but also to be able to do the things you want to do when you have more time to do them. I think that's the whole goal of retirement. Um, and then 
kind of reviewing last year. Did you get a raise? Should you be contributing more to your retirement accounts? Should you be saving more? Vice versa, too. I mean, maybe there's a point where you're saving too much. That could be the case, too. When uh, I think Jeff has said this many times over the last 20 years on this show, The Retirement Clinic, when you get a raise, whatever it is, if you get a raise, right? Yeah, some people aren't, some but, people don't. but some do. Let's say it's 2 3%. That would be a great time to up your 401k contribution. Yes, a definite a great time. And as wages go up, people are getting bigger raises right now. And so, and especially with the shortage of uh, talented employees, oh, I guess you could say the skill set, totally. people are definitely getting raises. It's competitive so, out there in the yes. workplace right now. So companies are doing their darndest, whatever it takes. Where We have pet insurance offered at <laughs> iHeartMedia. Oh my goodness. This year, we've never had that, Marie. <laughs> Hey, Pet that's insurance. a huge benefit. I guess. I talked to Dawn about it. We're like, eh, yeah, yeah. Maddie's 10 years old, you know. Yeah, that's how I would feel. Yeah, I'm not buying pet insurance, but if I had a two-year-old, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of uh, cool that they offer it. Yeah, that's a unique benefit. But they are coming up with creative ways to get people to stay, right? Um, so the wage increase is a great opportunity to increase your 401k contributions. Um, and then keep in mind for 2022 um, you're able to put more away this year than last year. So the um, maximum for this year is 20500 If you're under the age of 50, 50 or older, you still get the catch-up. So you still have the extra 6500 So Okay. The max is 20500 20, Yes. Okay. So up 1000 from last year. Now for your IRAs, so your Roth IRA and your traditional IRA, um, the maximum stayed the same. So 6000 for under 50 and 7000 for 50 or older. Do know you have to meet some contribution um, qualifications, you know, so make sure you're working with your advisor on contributing to your IRA and, and or your Roth IRA. But the limits stayed the same. So when I think of um, doing your financial check, am I on track to retire? Looking at your expenses and then your savings, right? So am I putting as much as I can away for retirement and in the right buckets? There's so many different buckets you can put uh, your money in. When you sit down with a client, do you actually do pencil to paper and yes. go through those expenses? Yes, we do. And then we go through the analysis, right? So how much are we saving? And make a couple assumptions on what that could look like in the future and then tackle, okay, how much am I going to spend in retirement? Yeah. And am I on track? I know. Yeah. I think in a, I always think ever since the show started, I've envisioned retirement doing a lot of stuff, traveling. Well, that all costs money. Yes. And then I talk to people that are retired, and friends of mine are now retired. I'm 56, Marie, so a lot of friends are already retiring, or they're 60, 61, and they've retired. Uh, two of them are police officers, so they get that early pension. Oh, yeah. And their comment is, mm, it's not what you think. I'm basically cutting the grass. I'm oh, running no. errands for my wife. <laughs> and I'm really not doing all those extravagant things I thought I would. Maybe it, it is COVID. The last few years have been, you know, kind of tossed more the monkey wrench. Yeah. And, and you're staying home more. Maybe that's it. Hey, Jeff, do you have any thoughts on that? Because uh, the two, last two years have been different than, let's say, 10, 15 years ago. You have to work at it, and I think that you have to have a plan not only for the financial part of your retirement, but also activities in retirement, and make sure that you continue to have a good circle of friends and continue to add to your circle of friends. Um, I think that that's important. That's the biggest thing, so that if you have difficult times health-wise 
with your spouse or that. You have other people, other family members, other friends that you can lean on during difficult times. You have to maintain the relationships. I uh, travel on that, that, that'll all come back in time. Yeah, no, it will, Jeff. You're right about that. And your comment is so good. A circle of friends, be social, right? The worst you can do is just stay at home alone. I am a part of a retirement breakfast. We get together at a Cedarburg restaurant. I'm the only one not retired. (laughs) I'm glad they let you in. That's very... They let me in and uh, it... They're like two hours. They just gab and talk, and I got I got to go to work. <laughs> so I leave early, and they're still drinking their coffee, and the food's uh, over. It's at a restaurant in Cedarburg called Piper's, and it's a good breakfast joint. Yeah. I'm just glad to be a part of it. That's awesome. I think I would challenge those friends of yours who are, you know, it's they are expecting retirement not to do the things that they thought. Just remind them. Remember when you were working all those things you wanted to do that you didn't have time to do? That's right. I could think of a thousand hobbies I could pick up. Life is short uh, (laughs) and do it while you can. Yeah. Um, And then the second one was retirement. So if you're in retirement, it's still important for you to kind of do a check-in on how you're doing towards your retirement and financial goals. Now, it looks a little different than if you're accumulating for retirement, right? So now you've shifted from saving to I'm actually spending what I've saved. Um, so I think it's a great idea to review what you spent last year. Make sure that's still enough for this year. We've noticed, right? Cost of every, like literally the cost of everything has gone up. It's inflation. Yes. So it's a good time to check in. Is my monthly income enough to keep moving forward? It's funny then, you mentioned that because I don't do the shopping in my family. No. Dawn does a grocery shopping and everything else, and I, you know, I'll hear. Do you realize how much yes. this costs? It's so insane. I like bacon. <laughs> I really like bacon. It's up like thirty percent. Yes, you got to buy a cow. That's what we did. We bought a cow. You did? Yes, did yes. We I shared know. it with. It's our second year in a row. Uh, cow number nine. Uh, from a farmer in Green Bay. Yeah, that's what we did too. It, it makes to. sense. It's, it was so much cheaper. It's than, so much yeah. cheaper, and it's better. Oh, it tastes. It, so it's good. better. You know the source. You got to have freezer room. Yes. And I know this is off the retirement topic, but that's your tip of the day for Marie and Paul. Yes. <laughs> Buy yeah, a here cow. we are doing the farm yeah. report. <laughs> and a pig. <laughs> and a pig wouldn't hurt for the bacon and ham. I'm telling you, it's the best thing we've ever done because it lasts pretty much the whole year. Yep. And then we'll go back and buy cow number 10 or whatever Yeah, so year. that's a great way to check on your budget. <laughs> Is that an opportunity? You can save a little money in the future. Perfect. Totally. Um, and also, while you're in retirement, kind of reviewing what you spent last year and then making sure you're taking in consideration are your required minimum distributions, are you taking out enough for 2022? Um a great check-in point is making sure your emergency fund is built for the beginning of the year. Most people, if you're in accumulation mode, should have about three to six months of expenses in liquid savings. So in cash, earning that you know penny a year, the exciting stuff. But it's really important, right, for all of what if what ifs that happen throughout the year. If you're in retirement. Truthfully, what I've found is it depends. Some people have, actually, I would find most people have a number, right? Most people have a number that they want to have in the bank account, whether it be 5000 or 50000 that just helps them sleep at night. So make sure you're replenishing that. Yeah, and everybody's number is different. Everybody's number is different. Well, Jeff, okay, let's go. Let's talk about a retirement number. How much do I need to retire? I think your answer is that depends. It does, but a good rule of thumb is 10 times your final pay. 
So if you're meaning if uh, uh, if you're making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, you should have at least a million and a half. Some will go as high as twenty times your final pay. Wow. So that's kind of the range as a rule of thumb. Yeah, I I mean I just remember that you know the millionaire show. I'd, it was years ago, but. You just said there's more millionaires right now than ever before. And I just growing up as a kid, boy, a millionaire, that's a lot of money, right? Now a no, million dollars? Yeah. No. <laughs> is is that going to be enough to live what? We're living, you could retire and live 30, 30 40, 40 years. Easily. Mm-hmm. So do the Easily. math. Yeah. You know, social security check's not going to be enough no. to sustain no. your retirement. No. And most likely you don't have a pension. So that's usually off the table. So yeah, a million is no longer... It's a couple, like a couple million. Hey, Jeff, um, I have a pension through Hearst Corporation, and I, and I forgot Good about for it. You. We were owned by, when Channel 12 and us were owned by Hearst, we were in the same building, 19th in Wisconsin. That's where Channel 12 still is, Marquette's campus. We have since moved, and we're owned by iHeart. Uh, a lot of owners in between. So I got a Hearst pension. Oh, it must be a big one. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah. As Marie mentioned, that's a, that's a dying breed, having a pension. Now, a lot of public employees will still have a pension, but a lot of private employers will not have them. And, and so you're lucky to have that. And um, Marie had mentioned uh, when you're planning for 2022, make sure you plan for your required minimum distribution. And after the break, what I want to talk about is what happens if you missed your 2021 RMD, then what do you do? Uh, RMDs. Okay, that's a tease for the topic. Yep, Yep. after the break. Now, before we do that, Marie, do we finish your list? I have a couple more, if that's okay. It is okay. So, also, tax time is coming up. Best time of the year. Um, Make sure you made your contributions for 2021. So, we talked about contributing for 2022. You still can contribute to your Roth and your IRA and your HSA, your health savings account, for 2021 until April 18th. That's the tax filing deadline. Um, so review that. Make sure you've done all the contributions you could for 2021. Now, the one I really wanted to talk about was the estate planning. Um, it's so important for you to plan for your own disability and your own mort- your own mortality. Not a topic people love talking about, but I would say this again, it's extremely important. I find most people think they don't need estate planning, and I think it's a misconception because of the estate tax exclusion, which is more than $12 million. So they think, oh, that's not me. I don't need an estate plan. And I would say that's usually incorrect. A estate plan helps you figure out if you were to pass, where do your assets go? Yeah. If you have minor children, who's taking care of them? Um, if you have a disability where you can't make decisions, how are the decisions being made? Um, we have a Saturday afternoon show. Uh, focus just on that called Your Hometown Lawyer. It's uh, on today at 3 p.m. And he starts the show by saying, if you're 18 years old, you need an estate plan. Yes. It alarms people. Parents go, what do you mean? Power of attorney. Yes. What happens if, they, if they're in college? Well, they're an adult. The parent no longer has a say. Yep. So he starts at POA and then moves to wills and eventually gets to trust everybody needs an estate plan. Yes. But the majority does. of Americans don't. don't. And they don't want to spend the money and I... I'm forever known for saying this. It's worth the extra expense. It's totally worth the expense. There's a peace of mind also, Marie, that -hmm. you can't overlook. And you don't want people making decisions for you on how or where things go. And And then you get that discussion on probate and courts. And it's public. And yeah, Yeah. you don't want that. That's great advice. Um, I thought the biggest one, I thought, 
I can't remember if it was a documentary I was watching or an article I read, but the digital estate. I think we forget about this all the time. Our digital um, tracks, right? Our emails, our Facebook, our LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, you know, whatever you participate in. You go on all day. Yeah. There's so many. Um, if you're no longer here, who's logging into those and deactivating them? Or, Ooh. you know, what's set up to handle all that? Hey, Jeff. This is a great point Marie's making. I'll talk about my own father who passed away a, a year and a week ago, just over a year. And he had a Facebook account. And my mom called us one day and said, we, we got to delete this. Can you help? And there's other stuff too, right? Yeah. Uh, he was a social media butterfly. He loved oh, it. Oh, that's so cute. It, it is. It was great. But we said the same. I don't want dad's Facebook. Pro- so Forever, we went over yeah. and deleted it all. Is that what you're getting? So she had the password? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, yes. Getting had, actually, the, the Facebook was a problem. Yes. So guess I who I turned to? My kids. Oh. <laughs> hey. And they knew what to do. Oh, my God. In five, Sydney's like, <laughs> done. We what she did was got a, we forgot the one password for the account so oh. we changed it then you log back in okay but get rid of them right yes and and so keeping those passwords and making sure somebody knows where they are what what they are there's um, apps out there now that will help uh, you yeah that mm-hmm. save your password and provide new ones and that way you don't have to write them down or put them on the back of your keyboard which you should never do yes don't do that or even on your phone right on no, the notes. or on a sticky note underneath your keyboard sticky don't do notes. that either <laughs> um but i thought that was an interesting one especially when it comes to you know your wishes right some people may want a facebook forever or may want social media forever and so really creating a state plan that accomplishes your wishes um and hopefully it, you know, you don't need it for a long period of time, but it's in place and you have peace of mind when that, it comes to that's, that. All of that was good advice. Marie, when we come back, Jeff's going to talk a little bit about those RMDs. Marie McFarland, Jeff Kowal are here in WISN. It is the Retirement Clinic live every Saturday from 10 till 11. If you want to call or text, we've got the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. That number, 414-799-1130 thekowalway.com for more information or call 262-522-4040 262-522-4040 to reach out to the Kowal Investment Group the retirement specialist we'll be right back Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Most business owners enlist the help of a CPA around tax time. But did you know a great accountant can help your business outside of tax time? Your CPA not only understands how successful your business is, but should also know what your business can do better, including ways to boost revenue, improve cash flow, managing inventory, and securing financing. 
Better yet, your CPA can help you solve business problems. Take the Paycheck Protection Program, for example. Millions of small businesses in America had to compile documentation in order to take advantage of PPP loans and forgiveness programs. CPAs played a critical role in supporting small business owners throughout shutdowns, the emergency recovery, and the loan forgiveness process. Of course, we all hope we won't need support of, of that degree again, but it is a great example of just how valuable a CPA can be to your small business. When looking for the right CPA, be sure to consider more than just tax knowledge. Think problem-solving, planning, reporting, efficiency, preparing for long-term growth, and even assistance with succession planning. Many accountants are what we call scorekeepers. They'll take a look at what happened last year and tell you what you owe in taxes this year. That's fine for some, but business owners require more forward-thinking planning. Assistance with these key components can make a dramatic difference for the success of your small business. If you need help with your business, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit us at thekowalway.com. Yeah, that's today's Boss Minute, the Business Owners Savings and Security with Aaron Kowal. We are back. Certified financial planner Marie McFarland joins Jeff Kowal on today's retirement clinic. And Jeff, now we go to you with that RMD topic. What do we need to know? <laughs> well, I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball. I'm going to start with a stalled retirement. Could be passed in 20, uh, retirement bill could be passed in 2022. Then I'm going to go to the RMD. And just wrapping up what Aaron was talking about with CPAs, we look, we, there are a lot of good CPAs in town. They are unbiased. They're not part of a firm that, that does your investing and legal work and everything else. They're independent. They do a great job for our clients. We have a great relationship with those CPAs. This is a Barron's article, Paul uh, and Marie, that uh, talks about a stalled retirement bill could be passed in 2022 and what it will mean for you. Uh, bipartisan legislation aimed at helping Americans build their retirement savings bogged down in 2021, and they say it has better prospects in 2022. Uh, it would expand automatic enrollment of workers in employee-sponsored retirement savings plans, delay the age when retirees must begin taking distributions. Just to back up, they're calling this uh, Securing a Strong Retirement Act of 2021. It's basically, basically the SECURE Act. 2.0. That was passed by Trump administration in 2019. This would add on to that. Uh, the article says, unfortunately, Democrats jeopardized the hard work of both parties. So there, are, both Democrats and Republicans have signed on to this out of the Republic, out of the House Ways and Means Committee. So they're hoping to make progress on this again. Um, we'll have to find out what actually happens. But some of the key things in there are that it would expand automatic enrollment of workers. So employees would be automatically enrolled in plans such as 401ks and 403bs unless they opt out. They would uh, sign up originally for 3 to 10%. And then this is what you and Maria were talking about earlier. When you get a raise, it would automatically increase by 1% each year until reaching 10%. So if you start at 4%, next year we'll go to 5%, next year 6%, next year 7%. And I think that's fantastic because as you make more money, you think, well, I'm making more money. I'll be putting you know, putting the same percentage in. Just naturally, I would be adding more. Well, that may be the case, but this can uh, supercharge your retirement planning as well. Um, next item is to raise the age. This is very important. Raise the age at which seniors must take required minimum distributions. 
from 72, which is what it is now, to 73. Then it would raise it to 74 in 2029 and to 75 starting in 2032. That was one of the few things that McCain actually, John McCain was actually good at, where he was pushing for a, a required minimum distribution to start at age 75 10 years ago. So they're getting back to that with people living longer. They want to delay the required minimum. Today, start the required minimum distribution. And then one thing we're going to talk about is reducing the penalty. Right now, if you don't take your RMD, it's 50%, five zero, 50% penalty if you don't take your required minimum distribution. So say you had to take out 40, you have a million dollars and you had to take out $40,000 last year and you didn't. That penalty would be 50, five zero percent. So the penalty for not taking it out would be $20,000. Plus, you'd still have to take it out and still pay the taxes. That, that's mind-blowing to me, Jeff. Half, oh, yeah. half of it. Well, half of it in penalty alone, and then add insult to injury, you still have to take it out. You still, and then you have to pay taxes on that. So you could be paying you know, 70, 80% on it if you, yeah. if you mess it yeah, up. Yeah, you pretty much you just take it. it all from me, right? Yeah. <laughs> so these are the types of things they're going to, they're looking at increasing um, contribution limits and and linking some of them to uh, cost of living, the CPI. So hopefully that, that stalled retirement bill will get passed later this year. It's interesting, um, Jeff, that you mentioned Americans are living longer. You said just a, a couple minutes ago. Uh, and generally, just across the world, we're living longer, right? But I did a quick search. The average American lives in 2022. Uh, I'm sorry, 2021, this is uh, 78.99 years. So let's just round that up to 79. It's interesting. India, 69 years old. Australia is at 82. Uh, we are living much longer than we did 10 years ago, 20. And if you go back 50 years ago, it's not even close. It's plateaued a little bit because of, unfortunately, COVID. Uh, with COVID, with suicides, um, drug overdoses, things like that. So it has plateaued a little bit. It has a dramatic impact on the, um, the life expectancy. So it's, that's the sad part of it. But generally, with uh, advanced medical um, uh, science, uh, the ability to keep people alive longer and, and actually healthier. Uh, more of an emphasis on health as well. Yeah, that's a good point. And there's people like Betty White that that changed that, right? 99, what a healthy, <laughs> long life she had. Unfortunately, yesterday, Louis Anderson, Meatloaf passed away. Bob Saget was only 65. So young. Yeah, way too yeah. young. So again, the average 79 years. So you could retire and have a long time, which means you and, need yeah. a lot of money. And you got to plan for that. And Betty White definitely brings up that average. Uh, you know, to offset uh, Louis Anderson. Uh, exactly. I, uh, let me let me let me pivot back to the required minimum distribution because this is really important. It, did you take your RMD for 2021? The required minimum distribution. You, if the answer is yes, you're in good shape. But a lot of people did not. Um, the end of 2021 was. This is Ned Slot article. Uh, busy is stressful. If you miss the RMD deadline, statistics show you are not alone. Government figures show a surprisingly high number of IRA owners fail to take the required minimum distributions. There's, like I mentioned, there's a 50, 50% 50 penalty if you don't take it out. So what if you did? What if you missed 
the RMD. Let's say you were supposed to take that $40,000 and you didn't. Uh, is there something you can do to, to, that the IRS will waive the penalty for good cause? And here are the steps you need to take. First, you have to take the RMD. So right away now, take it. So for $40,000, take it right away. To have the 50% penalty waived by the IRS, you must correct the error. You must take the RMD that was not taken in 2021. The next step is that you have to file Form 5329. That's IRS Form 5329 for additional taxes on qualified plans. That includes IRAs and other tax favored accounts. When you file this form, you do not have to prepay the penalty. The third thing you do, so first of all, you take the money, then you file the form 5329. And third is a letter basically sucking up to the IRS and saying, uh, this is the reason why you couldn't take it. The letter should include the reason why the 2021 RMD was missed, the fact that it has now been taken, and a statement that you have taken steps to ensure that future RMDs will be taken on time. So that, do you have to also say, you know, write a letter saying, uh, gee, I'm sorry I didn't take it. This is what was going on in my life, or I just missed it. You know, they, I've, they are more lenient with that uh, if, in fact, you correct it. If you will fight it and say, no, I wasn't, you know, that's when you can upset them. Finally, after submitting the request, you must wait for the IRS response. The IRS may respond to your waiver request within a few months. This is a great line, I thought. If you have not heard from them in three years, that means they granted the waiver. So you're good. Three years? Wow. Three years, yeah. Wow. yeah if you haven't heard from you for three years, you're That's okay. Awesome. But usually they'll get back to you in a few months and say, yes, it's granted or not. And um Again, don't prepay the penalty. Don't pay it if you don't have to. And hopefully you'll get around. If you if you take those steps, if you take the RMD, if you file Form 5329, and then submit a letter of explanation, a lot of times they'll grant that. Jeff, I mean, these things, you do it every day, right? Marie McFarland is here. Jeff Kowal, this is your life. But these changes, uh, seemingly every year there's some changes, right? Yes, even throughout the year, there's some changes. And then, yeah, you're yeah. right, then more throughout the year as well. you got to stay on top of it. This is what they do at the Kowal Investment Group. Let's take a break, Jeff, the sexy segment coming up next. Uh, give us a little, uh, little tease. This, I think, is pretty interesting. It's about the best and worst assets to leave to your heirs. But we're going to be talking about guns. Guns? Guns, yeah. Oh, Oh, well, now, okay. now we're curious. <laughs> Sexy segment, guns, coming up next. Jeff Kowal, uh, Anne-Marie McFarland, certified financial planner with Jeff. Obviously, the Kowal Investment Group has a great website. Find out more. All the contact info, thekowalway.com. Or call 262-522-4040. We'll be right back. All right, the sexy segment, a little bit later in the show than normally planned, Jeff. So because of time, I'm turning this over to you because you said we're talking about guns. That's right. Um, it's, it's weird. We, here in Phoenix, they're running all kinds of uh, ads for gun trusts and things like that. This isn't just about guns. It's about the best and worst assets to leave to your heirs. This show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you... 
preserve it, grow it, take income, and then pass it on to your heirs. So passing on to your heirs is a big part of this. This says over the next 30 years, Americans will transfer trillions of dollars of wealth from one generation to the next. Assets like cash and Roth IRAs are terrific to inherit because they're easy to value. The same is true for assets with named beneficiaries like death benefits on a life insurance policy. Not all inheritances are hassle-free, and some come with additional financial or emotional costs. The best gift for your heirs may be to dispose of any problem assets while you're alive. So that's that's a key thing. If there's something that you know somebody will fight about, get rid of it before you die. But here are some of the best and worst ones. I'll start with one of the worst ones. Guns. It says, as inheritances go, guns are a giant headache. You can't just hand them over to another person without, in certain cases, registration or a permit. The rules vary by state and the type of gun. For example, in New York, when someone dies, an executor can possess the gun for up to 15 days without incurring criminal liability, a very short window. What usually happens is the heirs of the executor will call the police to inventory and store the guns for up to a year during probate. The heirs can legally, uh, tra- can't legally transport guns, so the police must come and pick them up. That's in New York. Uh, so it, it does vary state to state, Jeff, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So be aware of that, but it could be a hassle for somebody. You know, if you don't have a permit or don't want the guns, that could be. Um Another thing that's, that's, uh, that may be uh, good, especially from a tax standpoint, is rapidly depreciating assets. Like if you want to buy a Mercedes before you die, that's a good thing because the, the estate values it less. So it you know, drops 30% when you drive it off the showroom. So you know, that's a good thing to transfer because it decreases the value of your estate. I'll remember that one. Buy a Mercedes right before I die. <laughs> a timeshare is a terrible thing. They say that the long-term contracts and the annual uh, trip to the resort uh, can last decades and are notoriously difficult to get out of. Um, So they say, you know, if you can't get rid of those before you pass away. Here's one, a trust fund. This suggestion is less about a type of asset and more about the way you leave it in a trust. It helps protect the inheritance for the heirs. If you leave property to your heirs outright, it's subject to the claims of creditors. This is what Marie was talking about. It avoids probate. Uh, it's private. You can. You, it can't be challenged. So you know you can't have an old lost, lost, long lost relative say, "Oh no, he owes me money, or he promised that to me." So having it in a trust is more orderly, controls it to, uh, the the assets during your lifetime, and then orderly passing of it to the next generation or whoever you want. Uh, at your passing. And Jeff, you can, if it's a revocable living trust, you can make changes. So beneficiaries or life changes, right? Stepchildren, whatever. You That's can, a great point. Yeah. Sometimes you want it to be revocable, like you just mentioned. If somebody upsets you during your lifetime, you just revoke it. <laughs> right. change, you you can else. change it on, on the on the go. I know this because we recently did our trust. It's a good, Marie, like you said, it's peace of mind. It just... Yes, it is peace of mind. And then I... This is kind of a great point, too, is the designation of beneficiaries for your 401ks, IRAs, and other accounts do supersede that information of your will. So it is important, like Jeff mentioned, um, to make sure all of that ties in together. Yeah, the gun thing was outstanding, Jeff. Did you you got more yet? Just a couple more just to wrap this up. Um, 
You mentioned revocable. There are also things like uh, irrevocable trust. So if you want to get it out of your life, out of your estate now to reduce the value of your estate, there are also irrevocable trusts, which transfer very cleanly. Vacation properties generally do not. Collectibles generally do not. So, you know, the, the, the gist of it is, you know, when you're doing your estate planning, as Marie had mentioned, clean up some of the assets that you know are going to be a problem when you do pass away to pass them on to your beneficiaries. All good stuff in today's sexy segment about wealth management, preservation, and guns today. Uh, and that, and Jeff, if anything, that's a reminder to people, because uh, I think a lot of people just go, you know, dad's guns are over here, come get them, right? Uh, yeah. If you and got, sometimes that's okay. In some states, that's okay. But in others, it's not. So Absolutely. Yep. You don't want to be caught with a gun illegally. No doubt about that. Good stuff, Jeff. We're going to come right back. We've got more with the Kowal Investment Group. The retirement specialist, Jeff Kowal, is here. Certified financial planner, Marie McFarland. I'm Paul Cronforst, and this is WISN. Definitely, uh, we covered enough meatloaf ground here today. Who passed away, obviously, yesterday. Louis Anderson. We could go on and on. Betty White, we talked about Jeff. And it kind of relates to what we talked about throughout the show. Jeff Kowalt, Certified Financial Planner Marie McFarland. As we wrap up the retirement clinic, Jeff, first off, thank you for another great show. This is great. and uh, Good job over there. Um, if you're close to already in retirement, have $750,000 or more in retirement assets. Uh, we're serious about helping you in your retirement. We love our clients, so give our office a call, 262-522-4040 or thekowalway.com. Marie McFarland, thank you for a great show. Yes, thank you. And don't forget, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn um, as well. And you went through at the beginning of the show, Marie, some really good phases of planning, the accumulation phase, the retirement phase. You'd never stop your retirement planning. Never Never. Every year we go through it with our clients, and I think it's so important. And never too late to start. Never too late. Okay, I got to toss this out there quickly. Marie, are the Packers going to win? They're going to win. They have to. (laughs) Jeff, are the Packers going to win? I like that. Two touchdowns. uh, Bob would mention that. I like that, too. Well, that would make me happy. Me, too. So I'm not so nervous at the end, like those close games. Uh, Great show. TheKowalWay.com for more information. We're back next week with the Retirement Clinic on News Talk 1130 WISN.